Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest. They're known as the Two Scots Abroad. And we actually have just one Scot currently on the show. Her name is Gemma, and uh, she's going to be speaking on behalf of the Two Scots. Uh, so um, we're going to be finding about about uh, we're going to be finding out about their travels. And uh, you know, uh, they actually took a whole uh, year and a half abroad uh, to travel, and they actually uh, sacrificed their wedding back home to get uh, eloped on the road. So that's a cool story as well. And we're going to be covering a lot more on this interview. So uh, Gemma, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better for the people who are watching and listening? If you want to share a little bit more about yourself. Sure. Hi, I'm Gemma. Um, I'm 32 years old. I'm married to Craig. We got married while we were traveling. Um, as you just said, Ricky. Um, I'm actually a high school teacher. Um, I've been traveling since I was 19 years old when I was the first went to university. Um, and when I met Craig, I actually said to him, if this is going to get serious, there's got to be lots of travel involved and I want to go away for a year, a year and a half. So you've got to be up for that. So yeah, that's me. We've got a dog actually. We've got a dog, a German Shepherd Husky called Bowie. She's got one blue eye and one brown eye. So that's why she's called Bowie after David Bowie. Awesome. So I'd love to hear about your travel journey. So walk us through, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, maybe your first travels uh, as a couple. Walk us for, from there to now. Where okay. have you been? So Craig and I met in 2012. Um, and in two, summer 2013, we went on a five-week trip around Southeast Asia. And that was really to test the waters of traveling as girlfriend and boyfriend uh, because we had this big dream of going away for a year. Um, and it worked fine. So we went to Singapore. Uh, Craig's auntie and uncle actually live in Singapore, so we stayed with them for four nights. Um, and then we did Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand, um, and that was over the five weeks. And then after we came back from Southeast Asia, we started saving for this big trip, which we started in March 2015. Um, and we had 18 months off, and we traveled for 17 months off that. So uh, tell us about that trip. Uh, that sounds amazing. Uh, anyone who's watching and listening who's maybe stuck in the nine to five grind will be envious of uh, 18 months of continuous nonstop travel. Uh, yes. So where did you go in terms of the cities, countries, continents, destinations? Uh, what were some of the highlights over those 18 months? Cool. Uh, so the first year was spent in the Americas. We landed in the USA and we went to New Orleans for a couple of nights and then we went to the music festival South by Southwest in Austin. And then after that, we headed down to South America, Peru, Bolivia, Colombia, and then over to Cuba. Um, and well, Craig wanted to go to Machu Picchu, that's why we ended up in Peru. And while we were traveling around Peru and Bolivia, every backpacker was like, you have to go to Colombia. It wasn't on our itinerary, but we had time, so we went. And that's probably my favorite country to backpack around to date. The people are so friendly and passionate. Um, there's mountains, there's the Caribbean, the cities are really cool. Um, yeah, it's just such a cool place to be. It's so low key as well, because people think it's scary to go to, but it's not at all. We survived, obviously. Um, Cuba was actually a low light for me, which is quite surprising. We were really excited about going, but it's hard work. It's a hard country to backpack around. Um, a, a love-hate relationship, I would say, with Cuba. Then we had six months in Canada. We lived in British Columbia. Um, and then we went, got the bus back over to the States um, and went back to South By. And that's when we, oh no, 
Is that right? Yeah. No, 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 that's a lie. We then went to Nicaragua and we spent two months in Nicaragua and then we went back to the USA again um, and that is when we got married. Uh, so we went back to South by the Music Festival and then we had our wedding. Um, and then the rest of it was just traveling back through Europe on our way home, starting to run out of money a little bit. So we started going to cheaper destinations like Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, Romania, and then um, Spain and Portugal, which isn't that cheap, but we did other things there. That was it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, amazing journey. I'm, I'm actually from Vancouver, BC, Canada. So uh, uh -huh. great that you spend uh, six weeks in my home uh, province. And, uh, you know, I'm actually in Medellin, Colombia at the time of this interview. And we absolutely love Colombia as well. And uh, we're raving about how beautiful it is, how friendly the people is, the delicious food, the cost of living here is super cheap. Uh, you yeah. can get an apartment and uh, transport and food and sightseeing for very, 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 very low uh, cost. Uh, if you're traveling with the uh, you know, British pound sterling like you are or the Canadian or US dollar, uh, you can definitely uh, travel and see a lot and live uh, for very, very cheap on the dollar. Um, yeah, high advocate, uh, big advocate of Colombia. <laughs> Me too, Team Colombia. It was actually in Medellin that locals were coming up to you and saying, thanks for coming to our country. And like, it was just because we're a sign of progress, aren't we? Like if tourism's now filtering through, the word of mouth is coming with that, the traveler, bloggers, content creators are now talking about it, which is great. So you mentioned something, you actually got married on the road and what an amazing uh, story uh, to tell your kids one day and just uh, to share with the audience today. Uh, walk us through that story of actually getting hitched and yes. getting eloped on the road. So we actually, Craig proposed in Vancouver, you may be happy to hear. Um, so the actual engagement happened at the Macmillan Space Center in Vancouver. Craig is a massive space geek and I had a dream um, that he had proposed in space like a month before Halloween. Halloween is my favorite day of the year. So on Halloween, he'd organized for us to go to the Space Center and watch some show. And he got them to put the stars on that are like on the roof. And he got down on one knee and proposed to me at the end of the show. So that was pretty cool. Well done, Craig. <laughs> and then the actual wedding, um, we found a wedding officiant online. Her name was Sarah Reed. Um, and we found a wedding photographer on Craigslist for super cheap. Um, he was just interested in photographing us for his portfolio. Uh, so we actually paid $100 for him. And if you look on our website and you look at our photos, you'd never be able to tell that. He's very talented. Um, and that's Corey Mendes, sorry, that was our photographer. Um, and then we got married on the 22nd of March uh, 2016. It was at a free area called Luneth Point, which is by the river. And we had an unofficial audience, people that weren't invited, that were just happened to be there. And it lasted about 10 minutes. They clapped at the end, went and got some photos taken around the city. There's lots of street art in Austin. So lots of street art shots, lots of graffiti shots. And then we went and saw a DJ at night, a DJ called Junior Boys. We're big music fans, so I finished the night off. So uh, roughly, what were your costs for your wedding? Because most weddings, they cost at least ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. So tell us about what were your actual costs. Uh, so my wedding dress was bought in Vancouver, and it was uh, £20 out of Vintage Shop, the yellow wedding dress. Craig's outfit was more expensive. He got his suit out of uh, Top Man. I think he got it for about £70. Um, our wedding efficient was $250 American dollars. 
and then our photographer was a hundred pounds sorry a hundred dollars and then the gig tickets what ten dollars or something like that uh yeah so it was pretty cheap and low-key Amazing, amazing. You know, I highly recommend people getting hitched on the road. Uh, our wedding back in Vancouver, BC, Canada, we got married on the wedding yacht. I think it was about 12,000 uh, Canadian, roughly, roughly. Um, so, uh, you know, imagine if we, yeah, that, that's actually not too bad compared to some people, but it's actually pretty pricey when you consider what 12,000 dollars can do. You can actually travel for probably like uh, like half a year in Colombia or, uh, you know, some parts of Southeast Asia for that price. So, uh, you know, it, um, you got to make a choice. and. Uh, I think you made a wise decision there to save money on the wedding and then obviously extend your travels. Um, yeah. You know, I'm here, I'm interested in the flip side. Um, uh, a lot of people share the good stuff, uh, but what, what were some of the challenges and struggles um, in the relationship, in the logistics, in the practicality? You mentioned financial struggles and, uh, um, you know, tell us a little bit about the challenges on the road as well. Uh, so relationship-wise, because I had the travel blog, that actually benefited us a lot because I worked on that pretty much every day. I, I, I started it for going away. So I was brand new to the scene um, and I started it in October 2014 in preparation of going. So that, that having hobbies helped a lot. Craig makes music. So he'd make music and I would do the blog and that kept the relationship pretty safe and happy. Um, Money-wise, we... So obviously I saved a lot of money through blogging because we partnered up with accommodations and tours through pitching. Um, and I know I, although I wasn't making like as intangible money, I was saving because that was an exchange for advertising on our blog. Um, we also did quite a few um, volunteer programs where you stay in accommodation and you like work in a cafe or you help a family with their farm. Um, we did that in Hungary. Uh, we helped in a cafe in Nicaragua. Um, what else we did? Uh, we walked dogs in Spain. That's how that's how we could afford to go to Spain because we did dog walking there. So it, it, uh, we did it with a company called Workaway. There's other companies called Helpex and Volunteer Space as well. Uh, so that made our money stretch a, a lot longer than what it would have. So yeah, that's really the two main things that helped financially. But choosing destinations as well, we had this grand plan of going to Costa Rica, realised how expensive Costa Rica was, ended up in Nicaragua, um, wanted to go to Germany and visit all the cities. By that point, that just wasn't an option, so we ended up in the Balkans and Eastern Europe. But it was amazing, countries that you wouldn't think about going to and they just were fantastic. So uh, walk us through the journey of the two Scots abroad in terms of the blog. Uh, when did you start the blog? Uh, what are the major themes and topics you guys write about? And take pictures of on those sites. Sure. Uh, so I started two Scots abroad officially in October 2014. Um, and I just added stories of previous travels and things like that. It was very much in its infancy then. Um, I'm now on my third theme. And I've just invested in a theme, a paid theme. Um, so now it looks a lot more official than what I did previously as well. Um, I, okay, so well, tell me about the questions again. So when did it start? Oh, yeah, what can oh, I, I, I just wanted to know what are the theme, what, what are the major Yeah, themes. Um, so we are budget travelers. 
we're not necessarily budget backpackers all the time um, and we don't live in dorms and hostels um, anymore. At the start of our travels we did, but we wouldn't do that anymore. Um, so we're, we're budget to luxury. Um, we do lots of travel guide, like things to do in X, how to find information on uh, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Um, and so it's, it's travel guide, uh, travel guide based. But with our, with our characters in it as well, so we tell our story through that. It's not a Dear Diary blog, though. I wouldn't be writing things about how I felt that day or anything like that. That'll be within the travel guides. So uh, since you call the two Scots abroad, uh, I'm curious about your readership. Uh, is it uh, Scottish, uh, UK, European-based, or is it pretty much a global market? Or Tell us about the top three countries that are viewing and following. USA is your top country, and that's makes up the majority. And then it's the Brits, it's UK, and then it's Canada, which is a small, small percentage of it. It's funny though, because on our Facebook, as I say, on our social media, like on our Facebook, we get a lot of British people and a lot of local people that engage with us on the Facebook, but our overall readership is mainly Americans. Uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of an internet lag, that's why I might be interrupting you, apologies about that. Uh, but I was curious to know about the monetization, so uh, tell us a little bit about how you're able to fund the travels and if you're able to actually uh, make any income through the blog itself. Um, so funding our travels, we basically sold everything um, and we did lots of car boot sales. Um, we have been saving since 2013. We saved £20,000 uh, between us, so £10,000 each. We had a car which we sold for about four thousand pounds, which is a big chunk of that. Um, so that was that was for actually going away travelling. Um, on the blog, like I said, through partnering up with companies while we were on the road, we saved a lot of money. I didn't physically get money off them, but I saved money. Um, I've done a handful of sponsored posts uh, where I'm advertising companies on the website within links, um, and I'm just starting to implement um, affiliates as well. So Amazon hotel affiliates. Um, insurance companies that we use, etc. Awesome. Uh, so now you're actually back in Scotland, uh, over there near Edinburgh, a uh, beautiful yeah. city, by the way. I went there uh, almost 15 years ago, actually, before I got married and had kids, and absolutely loved Edinburgh. And uh, you know, uh, speaking of friendly people, I think Scottish people are probably some of the most friendliest people in the world. And uh, I would say Scottish and Irish. Uh, this question is hospitality. So you're back in your home and native land over there in uh, Scotland. Uh, what does the future hold? Uh, where do you got yourself in the next few years and years and beyond in terms of your travels, your life, your business? Well, coming to Gaelic, we actually want to move to BC. So we're hoping by 2020 that we can become permanent residents um, and live on the Sunshine Coast. That's our aim. So we spent two months on the Sunshine Coast near Vancouver and we'd like to end up there. Uh, short term wise, uh, we have trips to the Canaries. Um, I'd quite like to go back to Asia and maybe go to get to the Philippines. Uh, I've not been to the Philippines yet. I'm quite keen to get there. Um, but yeah, that's really the sort of short term plans that are surrounding that. The, the main goal is getting to Canada. It's so funny because the climate is so similar, I think, between like a uh, UK, especially like I, I think Edinburgh weather and London weather and, London and uh, Vancouver. And for me, I actually want to get out of Canada because I don't like the weather. I'm over here in Medellin, Colombia, and uh, in Medellin, they actually call it the city of eternal spring. 
and I walk around uh, pretty much every day of the week, every day uh, here in a t-shirt and shorts, and I absolutely love it. Uh, I love the weather, and I love the cost of living. So for me, it's actually kind of the opposite. I want to leave Canada. It's kind of funny. It might be the grass is greener syndrome. Yeah. You actually want to go to Canada. What? 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 Tell us about. Tell us why. Okay, so the one difference in our weather is we do not get a consistent summer. And I know in Vancouver you get a lot of rain, however, you do get a good few months of sunshine. And I'm willing to take that rain for that sum that summer. So that's a big pool. Um I just like I don't know, I like the, the feeling of Vancouver and the people that live there. I like the that you can do it attitude. I think Scottish people are the, they don't really like they're quite scared of risk. Um so I don't know, like me some the, the attitude's different. I find in North America, if you had said, I want to start up this business, your friends would say, wow, that's great. I actually know a friend that can help you do this. Here's some guidance. Whereas in Scotland, the response on the whole would be like, good on you. I don't think I could do it. That's quite scary. Um, or what about your pension? Or what about your maternity? Those kind of things um, are spoke about quite a lot. So I, I like the attitude in North America. Um, and Vancouver is just so beautiful. I love that you can be skiing. If you drive for an hour, you can get to Whistler and get to the slopes, um, and then you can be at the beach as well. I just love that. Yeah, Vancouver is definitely a beautiful city. Uh, I, I was born there, raised there, went to school there, uh, got married there, had kid number one, two, three there. So I, I love uh, Vancouver in the sense that it is such a beautiful city when it is blue sky, sunny weather, which is not enough. Uh, but during the summer months, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like the right now, actually, uh, June, July, August, September are incredible months. And it is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And I'm a proud Canadian. I'm a big advocate of uh, tourism in Canada. I definitely want to see uh, Canada more. I believe me, like you see Alberta, Toronto area. So uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's a good base actually uh, to set yourself up because then you can travel to the U.S. quite easily, and then, uh, even flights across the Pacific are pretty cheap. So uh, good on you for uh, your journey, and I wish you the best of uh, immigrating over there to Vancouver. Thank you. Uh, I'm curious about um, you know as a as a traveling Scot, uh, are there any difficulties with uh, being Scottish in terms of the language? Uh, you have an amazing accent; it's so beautiful. Uh, but some other people might not be able to understand as well. Uh, tell us about your challenges and difficulties, particularly as a Scottish traveler. Yeah, so you actually don't meet many Scottish people on the road either. Like we definitely are small in numbers, which is sad to see. Um, but well, in North America, everybody loves us. They they have a long distant relationship, a relation that came from America at some point. I love how North Americans all know their heritage as well. They're quite guilty of not knowing that. Um, but I find on the flip side, it's quite hard for us to learn languages. So Craig and I have tried to learn Spanish quite a few times, and it's very difficult. I don't know if that's just with being an adult, uh, but I don't know if it's to do with that accent as well. Awesome. So, hey, uh, thanks for your uh, time today on the show. Uh, definitely very inspiring. Uh, I agree with you. I actually don't see many Scots on the road. I see many um, uh, London people, uh, some uh, quite a few British people traveling, uh, a lot of Irish. Uh, but in terms of the other UK countries, I don't see many Scots or Welsh. I've yet to meet a Welsh traveler. I don't know about you. Maybe met one, and that's about it. M more Scottish than Welsh, not many Scottish. So that says a lot. 
Well, who knows? We might end up actually meeting each other because uh, I'm based in Vancouver. My family's there. So we definitely come back to Vancouver quite a bit. So I look forward to meeting you, not just digitally, but IRL in real life. <laughs> I would be very cool. Thank you. So uh, to end off here, uh, how can people find you if they want to follow the Two Scots Abroad on your website and on your social media? How can they do that? Twoscotsabroad.com is our website, and it's Two Scots Abroad on all the social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And I'll have those links below, so if you're watching this on YouTube, they'll be in the YouTube description. If you're listening on iTunes, uh, they'll actually be on the show notes. Uh, so thanks again for your time over there in uh, Scotland, and we'll see you back in Canada sometime soon. Enjoy Colombia. I'm very jealous. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of uh, Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you how to travel the world. And uh, you can travel on a budget, you can get married on the road, and uh, you can travel no matter what country you are from, even uh, Scotland. So thanks to the two, abroad, two Scots abroad, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery. Happy travels, everyone.